Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And we're back. Thank you for downloading and subscribing to Hardcore Listing with Chris and Stu. This is part two of a listener top fives that we actually filmed. That you can go and catch over on YouTube, Hardcore Listing. In part one, I think the first thing I did was... Uh, show my crotch to the camera it's very strange um, behavior but we hope you enjoyed it I really enjoyed um, part one uh, when I I actually ended up watching it back through myself which is massively narcissistic Um, but hopefully it means it was not completely unbearable but of course you guys will decide that um Part two, I think, is really good. What you got coming up? Um, the two choices that me and Stu make. Uh, there's quite a lot of heartfelt discussions about music in this. So yeah, enjoy this one. Shout outs to Brad Acton for uh, for filming all these, um, and seventy six for mastering the sound, and to the rest of the Distraction Pieces Network. And um, just to let you know, we've got hardcore listing T-shirts on their way now. You've probably seen pictures on on fa- uh, Facebook or our Instagram page at Hardcore Listing. Um, and don't forget our live show that we got coming up, tenth uh, of August. We've been overwhelmed already. We sold um, quite a few bloody tickets. So, you know, it's worth doing. <laughs> I was worried that you no know, one would buy them. But, yeah, it's it's selling out. So that's pretty cool. Uh, what have we got planned for that? Guests as well as sound effects and maybe even outfit changes. Fuck knows. And I may have a word with our mate's mate, Craig Gleason, see if we can get him up on stage too. Anyway, enough of the rambling. We hope you enjoy part two of Hardcore Listing with Chris and Stu. Take care of them. Bye-bye now. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. And go. Oh, can you believe it? <laughs> You've just said an action and your phone's ringing. Yeah. Unbelievable. Hello, and you're mate. answering it. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm just filming a podcast <laughs> at the moment. You're like, you're live on air. So, well, not live, but it's like, what are you wearing? Oh, cycling joggers. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. 
Alright, mate. Alright, see you later, Ed. Alright, bye. I'll call you tomorrow, bye. I should have put him on speaker. Oh, was that Ed? Is Ed my boyfriend? I notice you answered that one. Hi, Ed. Is my hair look okay? Yeah, you look great. Oh, great. I should have put him on speaker. Have we recorded that or not? Oh, okay, alright, cool. Welcome back. We can't put that out. Alright, okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay, ready? Steady. Eddie. Action. Go. <laughs> that made you jump. That made you jump. Welcome back. Let me just do a professional little. That's it. That's how you do it. You just look like some really camp matador then. <laughs> um, well, oh, hello and welcome back. Yeah, it's um, well, it's been about thirty seconds since we wrapped up the last one, but it's probably been a, a little while. Since. Brad had a quick whiz. Yeah, Brad had a big piss in my garden. Yeah. Um, over your furniture. I don't think that's where you asked him to wee. No, that's where over your patio furniture. Smash him! Oh, and <laughs> in the hot tub. tub. Brilliant. Um, right, okay, well, yeah, welcome back. Um, we are doing a listener um, top fives. Mm. Um, unlike previous ones, mm-hmm. not the last one, but um, ones we've done historically, we've just gone through loads and loads of different top fives that people have sent in, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Um, but we thought we'd be a bit more specific and drill down into them a little bit. Mm. So in the last episode, if you haven't listened to it, go and download it, um, you slags. Um you done top five twins, and it was actually more interesting than what I thought it would be, because on paper it sounds fucking dreadful. I sound, on paper, mm. I sound dreadful, but then yeah. you meet me, and you're like, fucking hell, he's, a, he's brilliant. Yeah. Um, and I done um, top five festival lineups. Um, With a great, no, no, great number one. It was, um, yeah, I, my, my perfect festival lineup mm. featuring bands alive and deed. Um, so yeah, that's, um, available. So the best thing to do is, yeah, just go and subscribe and they will just turn up for you anyway. Easiest thing to go and do is go and subscribe. Yeah. Oh, and if you're watching this on YouTube, on that little thing down there where it says subscribe, click it. Click it, you slegs. Um, right. Um. You're I'm, very I'm, threatening. I'm, I'm starting today, aren't I? So I'm I'm going to start mine today um, with um, from Emma Jones. Um, thank you, Emma. Um, oh, that's uh, that's one of the people I work with, Emma. That's oh, is it? Nick's sister. That is. Oh right. Yep. So she'll be chuffed with this. Okay. Um, All right, Emma. That's it. Top five most embarrassing moments. Mm. You must have. Fuck me, that'd take you a long time to find five. You've, a, you've heard a lot of my mate Craig's though, haven't you? Oh yeah, he's got himself into a lot of stuff. I mean, there's a vault, yeah. and there's a lot that, I've, you know, there's ones that we talk about on, yeah, 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 and there's other yeah. ones that we, we never will, never see the light of day. But you, we haven't really heard that many. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this, mate. All right. Fire all right. away, just get straight in there, dive into number five. How and when was you a loser? Right, um, so I um, I reckon around the mid nineties, um, uh, I 
had my first kind of real girlfriend and uh and and was obviously very keen to impress a new girlfriend. You sure? And uh and so there was You got so a name? You got a name? Uh, no, I'm, we not, keeping I'm, it not gonna, I'm not gonna mm. I'm not gonna okay. name uh, I'm not gonna <laughs> name him. Um, <laughs> but um but yeah, and so uh a few of them involve her and me looking like a fucking idiot. Oh. Um so I'll I'll start with, with this one. So um there was a venue um in Romford, I think it was called like Ritzy's or something like that. Sounds um, about right. I can't remember what it, it might not have been called that. But um but they used to do like a band night there. Mm. Um on like a Wednesday or something like that. And my band was playing and I I'd, I'd been seeing this girl for maybe two weeks and just thought oh, she's really nice. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to try and impress this one. Now mm-hmm. the bugbear in a new relationship at that point for me was, I was the singer in a band called serious problem. <laughs> and it generally involved me wearing, um, if you want to go over there and pick that picture off the wall, you can show it to the camera to kind of get a rough idea of, what we looked like um but um but yeah i would wear like a kind of white fur jacket um a white fur jacket and and i've got i've got kind of um green furry trousers on um as well uh and and there was nine of us and it was yeah it, it was a little bit chaotic um but anyway so obviously um new girlfriend this is gonna make all the difference is she gonna see me jumping around on stage singing songs with titles like um morning wood um yeah fat bird um dog shit uh take that our cunts yeah it was it was it was highbrow very very highbrow Mm. so i was quite anxious that I was going to potentially blow everything that night right, because okay. I thought I can't hold back from what we do on stage because it's kind of what we do and it's fun. And But hopefully she'll laugh and enjoy it mm-hmm. and won't just think, fucking idiot. Mm. Like, because I reckon 80% of people that ever saw my band would have just gone, fucking idiot. Mm. Um, if I, I mean, you can go on YouTube and watch videos of it. And, and if you do, I guarantee, because I watch them now and Serious I think, fucking problem. idiot. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, that has continued. That's a theme throughout your life from yeah, that point, yeah. wasn't it's, it? It's life never... goals, mate. It's life goals. Yeah, right. yeah. It's like quicksand. Um, yeah. No, but I, I feel that like, I've took you under my wing, young Padawan, and, <laughs> and you're, you're, you're doing well. Um, but yeah, so let me sort of try and paint the, the, the venue for you. So when you walk through the doors, you had to sort of walk down like a big flight of stairs, maybe sort of 20 stairs. And... Uh, and I was kind of sort of loitering around the club, just kind of kept looking up the stairway to see when she was coming. Because mm. she, not only was she coming, she was bringing all of her friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd not met her friends before. Yeah. So. Oh. Extra pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was a little bit kind of anxious and thinking, well, okay, well, don't, just get them in now. And they're going to watch the band and hopefully have a laugh. Anyway. So. As she's come down the, the stairs, I've seen seen her walk down with her friends. I thought, right, okay, I'm going to go straight up there in my outfit, 
green fairy trousers, some kind oh. of really, I mean, garish green like fairy Oscar trousers. Oscar from Sesame Street green yeah, fairy. Yeah, no, not that green, like more kind of like lime fluorescent green. Um, yeah, yeah. And so um, she's sort of seen me in this outfit and her, her and her friends have kind of laughed and I just thought, that's good. <laughs> They've not just kind of done that. Fuck me. Like, so you... it was a fun laugh. It was an engaging no, laugh. No, absolutely. Not a, absolutely. Not a sort of like, oh, look at this. Go, pop. get a cab. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, <laughs> they, they, it was, you know, and I just thought, oh, brilliant. Like, they're on board, you know. They're, they're, they're not, she's not embarrassed. And, no. and so I've kind of, as I'm walking up to them, as they're coming down the stairs, mm. um, my friend, Cunt, from Cunt and the Gang, mm. um, has just run up behind me and just because these um <laughs> green furry trousers only had a very thin bit of elastic just pulled my trousers and pants down <laughs> so i'm standing there waving with my cock and balls out <laughs> to my um oh, my new so girlfriend she saw and all it all. oh and all her friends uh and most mom rose it was called um the club not my cock and uh <laughs> and yeah like uh, yeah. yeah so that was that was, that was that was pretty good. Anyway, no. So, but what what we used to do as well was when we was all, all at college, mm. like generally most of the band and 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 cunt. Mm. Um, and I know I keep saying this this name. I'm sure you all know who he is because he he's he's won enough awards at Edinburgh and whatnot. But just YouTube cunt and the gang, cunt mm. with a K, and you're in for a treat and uh, a real treat. But when we all went to college together, we we had this this kind of game <laughs> where every time. Um, we would walk to like the, the canteen or the common room. You had to walk past the beauty therapy class, and that was where all the pretty girls were. Mm. And like, and every time, meaning every hour, you'd walk past there. Invariably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, and and they'd all be in there. And what we would do was always just one of us would kind of drop our guard and would forget what the thing was. And as soon as you got to the door into that class, one of you weren't concentrating and just as you walk past the door the other lot of us that knew what was going on would generally just go whoosh and shove that person <laughs> through the door but not just that you'd have to go hello like that as loud as you can so the whole classroom jumps and turns around uh, and all they see is some fucking freak with long hair and shorts just going flying through a flying through their door into their classroom. Yeah, yeah. Um, he also done the hello when he pulled my trousers and pants down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what? Uh, right, let's not move on. A few quick questions. Right, cool. How long did you stay with this young lady? Oh, year and a half. All right, so she didn't look at it and go, Ugh. no, 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 put up with it. you got to grow her or shower. Like, um, hmm. Grower. <laughs> <laughs> that yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Grow not a shower, mate. Grow oh, not a shower. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, um, oh, amazing. And what, what about her mates then? What, 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 did, uh, what did her mates have to say about They were all all right. They were all all right. Truth is, the girl network, the girl network is the most impressive invent. That it's, it's more, it's faster working than any like high broadband cable in terms of information exchange. Yeah. If you have sex with one girl, pretty much every girl in the world knows everything about that sex. 
the girl that's how the girl network works especially with friends anyway so if by the point where you showed your bit flashed your bits to her maybe later backstage you probably would have just because what you was probably planning was just to go well, what would you th- would you think of that well, no, I right. wasn't planning on showing anyone my cock that night. I was... Yes, you was. I was just going to say hello. Nice so you'd, to meet you. you'd have shown her your penis, but you wouldn't have shown them all your penis. But as soon as you do do that, she's going to describe your penis in infinite detail to all her mates. That's okay. what girl, girls really get into it about, you know, all the gory all the gory details, don't they? So doesn't matter, yeah. mate. You uh, still single? Okay. Um, moving on. Um, They've all seen my penis, mate. Fast forward two weeks from uh, the gig at Monroe's. Okay. Um, so same same young lady. It's uh, Same young lady. It's November the 5th. Mm-hmm. And um, from probably 1992 to present, every Guy Fawkes night, we go around Cunt's house okay. for a firework display. Um, me and Cunt are in charge. Oh. We wear hy-vis and uh, no one else is allowed to like fireworks. Um <laughs> He takes control. Um, he's right, Mr. Bronson, on the back of his um, hive's. Um, obviously, Mr. Bronson controlled Grange Hill, um, and uh, and yeah, and, and we do it anyway. So I've now took this this young lady to meet my friends uh, on Guy Fawkes night because all of my friends meet up mm-hmm. for this. So I thought, right now is a good opportunity to introduce her to all my friends. Mm-hmm. And I think a few other my mates were there with their girlfriends. So it was like this is a nice icebreaker for everyone. And it could all work out perfect. And uh, all the time, I'm looking like the main man, lighting the fireworks, got it all under control. Is anyone ever watching the guy lighting the fireworks? No, but I think she was just in awe of my power that I had over the situation. Was I was I was in control. <laughs> Women are turned on by power, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, me with like, right box of swan vesters. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I can, I can. I'm feeling a little stroke. bit. I'm yeah, feeling a little yeah. bit sexy there myself. Now. There you go. Yeah. Picture that. And bear in mind, like, obviously, I've got football. I haven't got fireworks in my pocket. You, why would you do that? No, that's keep crazy. Them, them I mean, if you did, you wouldn't be allowed to run the show, would you? No, of course so, not. It's one You'd of be the a first questions. Idiot. Yeah. It's one of the first questions they ask. Yeah, exactly, mate. All right, good. Safety first, fun later. Um, <laughs> right. That's what he said to her. <laughs> she's trying to, she's trying to roll it on. It's about you putting a condom on for the first time. Oh, dear. Oh, I've got it on my hand. So, um, Peace to Resistance was the fucking, the finale was some fucking firework called fucking the spunking rocket or something like that. You know, it was some fucking great big expensive one. Where are you getting your fireworks, and, uh, mate? Anyway, so... I've strolled down, like, hold my beer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and light this this one, and I'm going to close the show. Mm-hmm. So as I've lit it, the, the 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 kind of the what do you call the thing that you light the um, fuse fuse the fuse has burnt really quick, like scary quick. So I was like, oh, so I've kind of turned round and kind of obviously pushed off my right foot to try and get away from it because it's going to explode. Yeah. But I hadn't. I'd misjudged the situation because there was um, a four foot high um, steel rod stuck in cement, which they used to slide the um, washing line over. Right. As I've turned around and pushed off of my right foot, I've slammed my balls at, at, at full pack, like full wax, straight into this iron rod. <laughs> Collapsed. <laughs> 
whilst this fireworks going off about a foot from my head, all of my mates in hysterical laughter, mm. a kind of concerned new girlfriend, forward slash embarrassed, because I'm now covered in mud, laying on the floor, holding my fucking bollocks, <laughs> whilst there's a firework going off in front of me, and, and I'm still <laughs> holding a fire lighter in my hand. Yeah, so... Um, oh, mate, that's amazing. Yeah. You went from having control to bottom of the food chain. Yeah, and it, it fucking hurt as well. It really hurt. I, I can't believe I can have kids. Um, <laughs> right. Um, have you ever had a DNA test on your kids? I think it's safe to say they do look quite a lot like me. <laughs> it's true. Right. It's true. They, they do. God bless them. Um, going back to V Festival um, mm-hmm. for uh, for another one. Um at V Festival at V97. Yeah. Um, in the afternoon, we was at stage two. It was a nice sunny day. Um, sitting on stage two, which is a slope, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'm struggling. It is. It, well, it was. I've not okay. been for years. Yeah, yeah. But um, we'd take turns in, like, go and get a tray of beers. Yeah. And, uh, and we was watching, uh, I can tell you, I was watching Hurricane Number 1. Uh, nice. Right. Okay. Andy yeah. Bell from Ride. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, we was watching them at the bottom of the slope, quite near the front, very relaxed, no crowds as such, everyone was just chilling out. Yeah. But if you turned around, as far as the eye could see was people. Yeah. My turn to get around, I went, what are we doing? Like, I said, right, okay, brilliant. So as I've stood up, turned around to get a drink, my brother's pulled my trousers and pants down. Jeez. And gone, Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Buy a belt, man. For probably, fuck's sake. Probably 15,000 people. Oh. There's no way. There's no. there thousands of people we saw. Of course there was. Like, literally, they made the loudest fucking hello you could ever see. Like, literally, everyone turned around. And as soon as people turn around, oh. they all go, Wee. and I'm just standing there, my pencil at, just thinking, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, yeah, is it my- a pencil or is it an Argos pen? A betting pencil. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, oh, dude, that's fucking terrible, yeah, man. Yeah, I've just most of these involve me and my own. It's like one to five, just people pulling your trousers down. Because after a while, I'm going to get the thought that you want people pulling no, your trousers no, down. There, there, there is, um, I'll, I'll break it up with a couple of... Uh, Quick, Can I just uh, tell one about pulling trousers down and that? I did that to a mate of mine about four years ago. It's we, comedy gold. We, yeah, there's nothing better, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went to, it was, I think it was Fort Park, or was it Orton Towers? Anyway, we were having a little joke around and that. And when uh, one of my mates, he likes to be in control, he likes to be organised and that, he, he decided to walk to the counter, this is at the start of the day, to do something with some tickets or whatever. You know, organiser type yeah. shit. But this, the counter, the window was so low. It was it was literally crotch level, this window. And so I think this is Alton Towers actually, so maybe people know this. And I walked up behind him and I only meant to pull his shorts down. And the, the woman <laughs> hadn't even, the woman was sat there at, at dick level. Right? And she hadn't even acknowledged him. Right, at that point, she had her head down because I, I was watching. And I snuck up, he had no idea. And I thought, I'd just pull his... Just pull his shorts down, not his bum. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled him, but everything came out. <laughs> 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 so he just looked up and it's just some fucking dude. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a screening test. It's not like the NHS. Can you imagine that you're just doing that and then you just look up and it's like, <laughs> like standing there. 
I did feel there's a part of me that feels slightly bad about yeah. that, but not uh, no way. I mean, the fun is just overwhelms the fact that that yeah. happened. Oh, so, so yeah, respect to your friends for doing that. A uh, couple of honourable mentions. Um, I haven't been with my wife long. Um, she used to work in a shopping centre. Um, in, a, in an opticians and I used to sit outside on the bench wait for it to finish work pick her up um, sitting outside there one night um, and as you know I'm a and as you can see from the walls I'm a big big boxing fan um, I could see Frank Bruno walking past no and I just thought wow it's... and I didn't process anything and I've never met him in my life right and yeah. I just went, Frank! <laughs> and then he turned around and he went, what? <laughs> what? In a nice way. Yeah. Like, but you'd like, addressed him in a like, I know you sort of way. Yeah. yeah. And and I think he wasn't sure if he knew me. Brilliant. Like, And obviously he didn't. But I think he was just like, he was like, yeah, what? And I was like, and I hadn't thought beyond Frank. And I went, nothing. <laughs> and he went, all right, and just walked off, and I just thought, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, knowing you think, how, how can, how, could you fuck that up anymore? Like, yeah, like your mate did with Nick no, Dave, I know, but I aside from that, yeah. But God, why didn't I just go, oh, hello, Frank, how you doing? Still training, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. No, Yeah, Frank. but, you know, it's a tough one, isn't it? What yeah. I respect about you, Shoot, is you're not frightened of doing that. I'm quite, a lot of the time, I'm quite, weirdly, I'm quite yeah. reserved in those situations. I had a, I had a weird thing about, a year ago, I, I, I was going out to the book club and before and I went in this like, little place to grab a coffee and it was about half eight in the morning and as I walked in there, like, I walked in, literally held the door and this fellow walked past and then like, we both just stood in the queue and they were fanning around with some coffee machine mm. and we were both just kind of doing that and I just looked and I thought, fuck, it's Alex Turner. And, like, what? Like, from the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. And, and I really wanted to go... Really like your first album, and like, and I thought, no, I'm not going to, and like, and I, and I, and I had loads of things. Well, I didn't have loads of things I wanted to say to him, but I just thought, you're one of the biggest rock stars in the UK. Like, I, I should. He's, a, I he's, should, he's probably my favourite lyricist of the UK. Um, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably I, should say sweet, but yeah, yeah. But uh, I didn't. I, I, I didn't say anything, and I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm just growing up. Maybe I don't just want to go, oh, hello, you're blah, blah, blah. Mm, I think, yeah, but I think there's, I kind of respect that. I yeah. mean, um, well, the thing was, he just was probably feeling as tired and pissed off as he's me. in a coffee shop. He wants a little, coffee, he wants yeah. a livener. So he probably don't want me going, oh, oh I can have a photo. Oh, oh, right. talk about. Yeah. yeah. No, he's a bit of a dude. So, yeah. Um, wow. Okay, so. and Frank. <laughs> Nothing. So I'm also um spent about two years of my life um what a, number is this two you got lost you're just this, this isn't a confession now mate you're not gonna no. be here all night um yeah no no i've got a, just got a couple more okay so um uh yeah um i was i was working as a window fitter uh for a couple of years and just used to do your standard <clears> kind of windows in a house that was mm. it but we got a job in North Essex and this isn't was... the one where you touched up that old girl no is it? no, no. Right. got cleared of that no. um, and 
we had to, uh, it was a politician that lived in North Essex in this massive house, and he had a conservatory. And, uh, and in his conservatory roof, normally people have like a kind of plasticky thing, polycarbonate, I think okay. it's called, yeah. uh, instead of glass. But this guy wanted these sheets of coffee-coloured glass that were probably five foot wide and maybe six foot long, eight foot long. They were like these huge sheets of double glazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I was affectionately known as Tall Lad. <laughs> tall lad. Well, I was the tall one that would. You're a tall, or you're you were tall. I, I was um long. Yeah. Okay. Get you. Get um, you. Yeah. So um, the thing was to drop these in to to lift these bits of glass in was mm. ridiculous, and someone had to sort of take the weight off of them that could mm. reach. Mm. So a few of the lads have helped me in with it, and I'm now holding this sheet of glass that probably costs <laughs> mega amounts of can money. I, can I just say? I, does he send in someone pulling your trap? Yeah, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding this piece of glass. They've all let go. And now I've got to hold it. <laughs> it costs a fortune. And I'm going to fucking... If, if I drop it... We're in God. trouble. They're pissing themselves and they've just pulled my trousers and pants down. And I can't do anything about it because I can't put this glass down. So I'm standing there and then they've just gone like, excuse me, can we have a cup of tea, please? <laughs> so she's come in to go, all right, lads, what is it? I can... And I'm standing there, like, with my hands <laughs> above my head holding this glass and my cock and balls just on <laughs> Jesus she was Christ, just, man. thankfully just coming and pissed herself laughing and like oh, obviously the, the, the boys were kind of pre-camera phones really otherwise oh, that would have been mate that would be brilliant there's that um, there's that uh, thing on Facebook uh, called On The Tools yeah yeah you do that would be that would be yeah. an absolute classic oh, yeah. wouldn't it yeah, that would absolutely. be any, any, any lads listening to this who work on in the, on, on the sites and whatnot, yeah. oh please do that and get Get video footage yeah. and get it up. You, that's a surefire yeah. hit. Oh, that do you is. know what? Any videos of anything you've done that's been embarrassing or embarrassing stories, fucking hell! Like just tweet us, Facebook us. Yeah. Like you know, and and if you've got photos of anything like that, brilliant. Like, well, because we always, because you know, we, we, we people have heard plenty of our ones. You yeah. Know? If anyone, yeah. I can't imagine. Anyone who's just going to say, oh, and this one time I ended up, uh, I woke up and I was, you know, sharing my wellies with a sheep or something like that. Right. But, but I mean, if people want to share those stories, you know, your embarrassing stories, then, you know, let us know. Yeah, yeah, get involved. Yeah, for shizzle. Um, it ain't necessarily number one, but um, I did have one that's very reminiscent of something that from glass a, one is a, fucking brilliant. a TV show. Yeah. Um, I had a friend when we was growing up that um, kind of moved to like, a posher, greener area yeah. to where we are, but not far. And he's he had horses and land, and uh, and his parents had a few quid. They bought him a motorbike. I was probably fourteen, yeah. and uh, and I think I'd lied to him and sort of said, "Yeah, growing up, like I've always had bikes and stuff like that. I'd never ridden a motorbike in my life." Um, and. He was like, "Oh, come over," and I was like, "Yeah, wicked." So like, a few of us went over there, 
He was like, yeah, we're going to go with Jamie's and like, we're going to, you know, he's got a motorbike, he had a go-kart and he had all season oh, shit and like, and, and he had like air rifles. We'd go over his fields and just like shoot each other and like play like. Oh, like having a, a mate like that ever. is yeah, amazing, really cool. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. And, uh, and so anyway, he's, he's kind of got the motorbike out and he was like bombing around his like, his, his fields and that. And I was thinking, oh, you're fucking brilliant. I kept kind of, sort of trying to watch what he was doing because I thought, I've no idea how to ride a motorbike, but mm. I've told him I know exactly how to ride a motorbike. Um, Did a bit of a J from it was, in it was a complete J from the in between us, completely yeah. J. And uh, so he's come around, he was like, uh, Who's next? And I was like, Yeah, go on. And uh, and I got on it, and I'd ridden like a little automatic push and go, like my mm. mates might have had some bit of shit that we used to ride around over the field, but this had gears and stuff, and I didn't know what the fuck no. I was doing with yeah. it. Um, but I've just literally just drove off and tried to go as fast as I can to try and impress everyone. And then the kind of barbed wire fence was getting closer and I thought, okay, right, I better pull the brakes now. Mm. But I think I, still have, I think I did have the accelerator down, but I think the thing I was pulling was a clutch, not a brake. <laughs> and then when I hit the brake, the back wheel just started going from side to side, side to side. And then and, someone pulled your pants down. And then all <laughs> yeah, my clothes fell off. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, and then I just um, piled into um, a barbed wire fence. Oh, uh, no. And literally had barbed wire um, all over me, around my balls, around my head. <laughs> you didn't have it around your balls. I was tied up in in barbed wire, and oh, his mate. dad had to come out with his snips. And snip, snip, he cut and, you out? And cut me out. How, how hurt was you? Pain scale. No, no, I weren't like hurt, hurt. I was obviously my pride was fucking dead because yeah. I'd given it the big one about mm. how to ride a motorbike and I just you fucked his bike wanker. up like, uh, in a barbed wire fence. But yeah. Oh, uh, that's embarrassing. Yeah, had, it was embarrassing. I had a similar when I, uh, we it was going to be a ski trip and I was about 14 and we were doing dry ski slopes as, as practice. And I picked it up pretty quickly. The martial arts training had helped somewhat. I didn't know you'd done that. It was a black belt little bit around this time and um basically i was picking it up and then i was getting towards the end of the slope and i thought oh by the way by this point there was there was a couple of girls at my school um that i was absolutely head over heels besotted Mm -hmm. by and um i was coming down this slope and you have to do the snow snow plow to slow down don't you because you know you're just starting out and and i went to do the snow plow sort of had it I started slowing down and then I sort of hit a bump and my, my skis went parallel obviously speed up and I just shot past uh, like uh, this girl and I'd been getting on really well with her Stu as well on the way up there in the coach <laughs> I couldn't believe my luck because everything I said just was, was it was just working at that yeah, moment yeah, in yeah. time it was effortless and I was thinking I thought she was brilliant I thought she was amazing yeah. and for her to laugh at me I was like oh wow this, this is really cool it's yeah. going well and then I shot past her parallel legs and I just fucking, they had a big wire fence at the end of it and I just fucking went dush into that. And like you were saying, my hands were tangled in it like that. I felt like I was in a spiderweb and I was just looking at her like, uh, uh, hi. <laughs> it's embarrassing, man. My, uh, I'll take a fall in front of my mates any day before like yeah. a girl that I'm crushing on. I'm going to put a shout out to um, my old guitarist, uh, John Bennett, who's one of the funniest people I know. And 
he will make an incredible guest on here one day. He's got some fucking insane stories. Um, one of my favourites was um, John's quite short, and uh, when he was kind of young, he was he was like sort of kind of tubby kid, and I felt that pain. You know, I was there, mm. and uh, still there. And he, uh, nameless, um, he uh, <laughs> he uh, yeah, he, he he went swimming with the school in you know, secondary school, and and. Uh, and he said, afterwards, when everyone was getting changed, someone had hid his pants. <laughs> uh, and kind of standard schoolboy shit. Mm. Uh, <laughs> then it turns out they'd thrown him on the top of the lockers. Oh, and so he's got his tail around his waist looking for his pants. And in the end, someone's gone, oh, it's on top of that locker. So he's undone one of the locker doors, sort of put his foot in the locker, climbed up to get it has slipped and as he's come down oh no he's caught his balls on the locker door and literally oh, fucking mate. ripped Not his cold. nutsack and uh and then he just said oh, I remember he's literally like being wheeled into the back of an ambulance in a wheelchair with like my fucking all wrapped up in bandages while like the rest of the school kids were getting on the coach, oh, just giving it the hey, all right, John. Like, yeah, just what a it. poor bastard. Yeah. That, that has also reminded me of another embarrassing. I didn't think I had any embarrassing moments. Bullshit. At school, we went to um, this sort of like adventure place where you could do um, wall climbing outside, um, kayaking. Loads of, you stayed overnight, so you camped and could. But one day we went on. I think they're called toppers or something. It's, it's like a little tiny little boat okay right. and it's two man boats these things so they're tiny and they were doing balancing and I was being a cocky prick to be honest with you and I was um, because because of my martial arts training I got oh really you good, was like the karate kid on that yeah, boat was good, you? good balance yeah and they couldn't like this guy was going around seeing how, how long people could stay on and I wasn't coming off this thing for, basically we were standing on the boats and he was like testing us to see how long how, what our balance was like yeah and in the end, I was the last man standing. I was feeling really proud of myself. And he was shaking this fucking thing. And in the end, he he got me off. He pushed it. And I went. And I fell. And I'm a dickhead because I, I know nothing. I know zero about boats. And the rudder, the under, the, like the kill hall rudder that normally goes down like this on these little schooners or whatever they're called, was just up like that. And it's just a plastic, basically a plastic blade. And I went akimbo just straight over that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And it was painful, but I fucking, God knows how, it it didn't, you know, yeah. sever my nuts into pieces. And I remember just, it was painful. I remember just floating underwater for like about 10 seconds just to get my shit together and then come back to the top. And there was people looking concerned and then obviously my mate's like, yeah. He, told me <laughs> the, he also told me the greatest story ever about, because um, we've had lots of requests for us to do top five drunken, antics mm. um but he, he had a drunk uh, story which was fucking brilliant where um his friend had got on the, the last train home pissed out of his head from london back to essex um and had bought a bargain bucket uh to eat and uh and had sat on the train with his bargain bucket literally cuddling it <laughs> and uh preparing to get off at, at benfleet or something to, to eat <laughs> his chicken this this is good. and uh literally fell asleep on the on the train um Gets to Benfleet, gets off, walks home, takes the lid off. It's just full of bones. The fact that they've peeled the lid off, eh, 
all of his fucking chicken, put the bones back and then put the lid back on while he was asleep. He's fucking oh, inspiring. Yeah. That's, uh, you've got balls of steel as well to do that. That's, mm. uh, that's a bit like the game Operation. Yeah. Ocker Plunk. Yeah. Ocker One wrong move and it's but all going to fucking come down on chicken you. Chicken wings. Yeah. Which is better. Yeah. That Vomit Comet, that train ride home, there's countless stories on that. We could yeah. do a top five on that another day. Yeah. It's brilliant. C to C, respect for that. That like You know, Thursdays and Friday nights from about even half nine onwards, you get on that train and people, you, you're you not going to be able to get your own time because Essex folk are quite friendly when they're drunk. No, they're not. And they're gonna, you're going to get some crazy stories. Oh, I've had all sorts of weird. Yeah. My, my mate, um, whenever he gets on that train, um, he'll always go, um, hiya, can I have um, a, a black coffee, please? Yeah. Uh, do you want sugar in that? Yeah, where's the sugar? And, and he will put like 20 tablespoons of sugar <laughs> in his coffee. <laughs> So it's like a fucking boiling syrup. So the minute he gets some egg, he's just like, boss. Really? <laughs> yeah. He just says, it's going to give me a good four seconds of running away. Bloody so hell. Like, uh, yeah, that's a yeah. little tip for you there, kids. Scary. Uh, yeah. Um, Any right. more? You no, that's it. That's it. That's, that's, I mean, there's, I've been embarrassed a lot more. I'm know. glad. Um, I'm really glad you felt, um, you know, safe. And comfortable in this space to share those stories yeah, with us, mate. Yeah, absolutely. I cannot wait to pull your trousers and pants down at some point. That is okay, going to be brilliant. Mm, that's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking in a jokey way, just me and you. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. That'd, be, that'd be sexy. Okay. Oh, nice one, man. Yeah. Superb. Well, so what? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. What's your next list? Um, so mine is top five opening tracks on albums. I, All right. Who, who, who picked that? Can we have a little look? Do you know who it was? I mean, I've, I've done this in my research. Um, obviously, you haven't. So um, I think that was... Tom Smith. Okay, there you go. Thank you, Tom. I'm surprised. I bet you'd like doing this one. Yeah, but um, I bet yours are rubbish. Cool. You did say that about twins, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just Come remember that. Blow, blow my mind. Mr. Blow my mind. Head. 
Dr. Feelgood's top five opening tracks on albums. Chris Glasson's top five <laughs> opening tracks on albums. Chris Passion, as Pip made me pick up a fucking pizza under that name the other day. <laughs> so brilliant. And I knew one of the motherfuckers in the Pizza Hut. And he had his head <laughs> He had his head down and he was on the phone taking an order. And I'm not sure if it was embarrassment from him that he didn't want to look at me yeah. and then realising that he's put Chris Passion, not Glasson, <laughs> on his own order. <laughs> Oh, and inspiring. I didn't really want, and I didn't really want that conversation either. Oh no, no, yeah. I only see it was, uh, it was me, mate. He's a joker. If you become a stripper, that's so your name, Chris Passion. Yeah, mm, I'm, I'm not planning. No, but I'm just saying. Never say never. No, no. Top five opening tracks on albums. So I spent like an hour and a half on this. Okay. No, that's, I'm lying. That's a lie. It's a lie. An hour I spent okay. on this. Right. I, I bet um, that's a bit of a lie as no, well. No, no, no. It was an hour, but okay. I, I feel that you really. To really do this, it take it take it it'd take half a day. Um. So okay. So there's loads of honourable mentions. I'll do that last. So, um, number five, everything in its right place. Kid A, Radiohead. Good shout. I just love that song. Uh huh. Um. There's loads of dope Radiohead songs out there, but that was kind of this was kind of different. I think when they released that record. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, and you know I still listen to that song regularly now, yeah. to the point where you know I don't listen to as much of Kid A. And I guess when I thought about this, I did think that like, are there opening tracks that almost dwarf the rest of the record? Sometimes, um, not not for anyone else, but for me, I think that did that for me. I listened to that song. Yeah. Twice as many as anything else on Kid A. Yep. Um, it was in that movie, which I really liked, which was um, Vanilla, Vanilla Sky. Yeah. Um, Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise. I like, I like that movie. Yeah, it's all right. it was, Yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of melancholic and a bit bittersweet, that movie. Yep. But I, yeah, it was cool. And everything in its right place featured in that. And I think that was a, a, a wicked sort of like, a, it fit the tone of the movie. So that's number five. No crazy or funny and uh, uh, anecdotes about that. Yep. Number four is "Bomb Track" by Rage Against Machine. Is that the opener? Yeah. Hey yo, it's just another bomb track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that's how that record starts. That's a good shout, that. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the best records of all time, that. And it's not, there's, um, I, I say that almost like everyone should accept that, but I almost feel like that's the case. The album or that track? No, the record, the whole album. Yeah. You know, um, I, I don't know, Rage Against Machine blew me away. It was really my introdu- introduction into that sort of genre. Um, and Bomb Track's sort of like just that simple bass lead up to what was just such a heavy record was yeah, just, no, I no, fucking no, loved it. No, Maybe no, it's no way, it's not even in my top, weirdly, it's not even, unlike everything in its right place, it's not even in my top three on that record. Yeah. And yet I just felt that that lead into it is just so like... A lot of their so tracks like, start mm. with bass lines, don't they? Bullet in the air yeah. starts with bass Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, for sure, they do. Um, but it's... Uh, doesn't start the record, no. so um, yeah. Hence why, <laughs> hence why I went on with Bondrick. Third album. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's third? So you have got um, what was what number was Evil Empire? What was that? Was that before? So that was two, wasn't it? Two, right. So what was, was the album with Sleep Now in the Fire? Oh on? yeah, that was um, Battle for Los Angeles. Does that open that album? 
I don't know. Is it That's a fucking. Yeah, he's a fucking shit Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, favourite yeah. race track. That. Yeah, it is. Oh. It's beautiful. I, it's weird, isn't it? You hear songs and they remind, ever remind you of certain. Play. I remember listening to that song, walking through Burnham City Centre, and just being hyped by it. Just absolutely loving that yeah. record. So yes, bomb track for me. Um, and as I say, it's weird. It's weird that. A lot of the other ones on this, they, that, as I say, they outshine the rest of the shoes. Yeah. They don't. Like, for example, uh, Know Your Enemies probably oh, might be my favourite um, yeah. Rage song. Um, you know, but then you've got Killing in the Name, which is obviously got one of the best endings of any song ever. Yeah. And um, we were rocking out to that, actually. Uh, it was that me and you driving back somewhere not that long ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was in my motor. Um, what other songs? Wake Up as well. Yeah. I was just that, that that album like I was lucky enough to be probably nineteen, eighteen, nineteen when that came out mm. and caught it in the clubs and like I, I remember the first time I heard it was at the gas club in Leicester Square and I think it was either played by a very, very young Errol Olkin or Jeff Automatic. <laughs> no, no, I really? One of them two, yeah. And I remember going and getting a um getting a, a, a copy of it from Record store the next day and thinking, I can't wait to play this at, at the toothbrush. This is this is fucking insane. Like killing the name, and and every Friday it still gets played and it still gets the same reaction. Like there was a point when the owners of the club were like, "You got to stop playing that fuck you record." And it's like, why? It said because it's going off. Like it was getting people so aggressive, and it, it, it was a. It's an aggressive tune, do you know yeah. what I mean? And it and it is a it fires people up, you know. It's, it's, and, it's, it's brilliant for that. And yeah. anger is a gift, I think, yeah, was one yeah, of yeah. Zach Delarocca's uh, lines. And yeah. and but it, it, I mean, yeah, God, that's what they're titled is self fulfilling. But yeah. they really are. Like, they 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 absolutely nailed it with that record. You yeah. do that does open you up and make you just want to screw your face up and rock. Like yeah. you know, there's a there's a there's there's meaning to it as well. It's not just like. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, some of the other ones that are quite self-destructive and yeah. whatnot. It's, it's 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 wicked music and done by talented guys. And I always remember reading on the inside of the sleeve it saying um, none of this was done with like um, After Effects. All the all all the sounds that you can hear we play live, and a lot of that is Tom Morello doing yeah. funny things on his guitar yeah. and whatnot. But yeah, for me, Bomb Track it is all, it's a Pav, it's Pavlov's dog. Because I hear the start of bomb, bomb track, and that is like a ringing of saying, "This, this is the start to the, one of the best albums of your life." Um, awesome. Energetically, so yeah. Um, so number three is kind of kind of a strange one, really. Um, it's not. I love it, but it has to go on here because I've listened to it so much. And weirdly, I was talking about it on Twitter this week, and it's Blue Tones. And it's off their second record, and the start of that is um, I, 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 I always never bothered remembering the, the name of this song, I, but I've listened to it so many times. But it's, it's Tone Blues, and it's just a little instrumental that's quite haunting and rhythmic, yep. and then it leads into um, Unpainted Arizona. Yeah. But I remember being like eighteen and um, having that on whatever whatever format I was listening to. It wouldn't have been Walkman by then. I think I might have had an MP3 by that point. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I was on holiday in Tenerife and I was just playing that intro and, and that first song. Actually, the whole record. But it, that intro used to paint a picture in my mind all the time of a of a movie. Yeah. And I spent that Tenerife, like in the summer when I was just sat around by the pool and that, 
I'd listen to that whole record, um, Return to the Last Chance Saloon, and I'd write a movie in my head. And like the, the whole movie was written to, it started with um, Tone Blues and ended with the last song. So the yeah. movie I'd written in my head was based on the picture that the, the Blue Tones have written. That's pretty cool. So yeah, man, it was it's a banger. I mean, it's not... It's, it's not one that m- many people will um, yeah. obviously relate to, but well, that's not what top fives are about, right? We, we spoke to um, Mark yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, this week, the, um, who, was, uh, who is the singer um, in the Blue Tones. Yeah. They just, um, re- they just, they just said on Twitter he re-released that recently yeah. as well. Um, and I've done some, some bits and pieces with Mark over the years, and he's, he's lovely, and he's really interesting, and... Um, yeah, we've, we've, we've kind of hit him up and said, Mark, come on and, and be a guest. We'd like to have you come to the top Yeah, man, that, that for me is a big... That's and he was big. like, yeah, well up for it. So, Mark, if you're listening, watching, come on, let's get this sorted. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Good little band of All blue right. tones. Very much so. Number two. This this one everyone knows, but this again, this happens to be one that does for me overshadow. Like I, I've heard this song like a billion times, and the rest of the record not that much. Wanna be? Um, huh? Wanna be? <laughs> I don't know if that started that record. I don't know. So I tell you what, I don't think I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Burrow Riley, the Who. Didn't see that coming. Oh mate, that kills me. That record. It's perfect. It's effectively a perfect song. It is, in, as far as I'm concerned. That is the highlight of going to watch UFC. Yeah. When the prelim card finishes before the main card starts, yeah. around the whole of the O2, kind of blacks out, and then all the screens come on, and the beginning of Barbara O'Reilly kicks in. And then the minute... Chills. It is. And the minute it's a it bow, is. bow, oh. bow. You start getting... Oh, it gets me so pumped up. You start seeing the knockouts. Oh, and, like, dude. and the minute the, 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 the drums kick in, you just hear the roar of the crowd. Like, and it, it's my mate went for the first time a little while ago, and I was like, just, just whatever you do, don't go and get a beer in between the prelims mm. and the main card because the Barbara O'Reilly bit, mm. like montage, is fucking amazing. Oh, it's mind blowing, mate. And um, I've been sorting the wound when me and Pip went the other week, um, they changed the edit of it. And me being a bit of a moany cunt, I was sort of like, oh, this isn't exactly the same. It's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I started off a bit like, oh, it's not the same. And then like how they've edited it yeah. was even better than Did last Did you ever time. hear the remix by Sebastian, was it? Oh, I don't know, but I like Sebastian. That's that's interesting. Around that time right. um, of all the, what was the label that was doing all what the, he was the on. stuff then? Yeah. Uh, not DFA, no, it was, um, oh, I don't know, yeah, but um, I'm sure it was Sebastian done a remix of uh, of that. Uh, um, Boys Noise yeah, yeah. was yeah. the label thing. I was oh, was it on Boys Noise, was it? Right. Oh, right, okay. Um, I might be wrong, but um, yeah, that was all right. That's a big tune. There's a, I think it must be the, I don't know if they put videos out for songs then, but there is a really brilliant video where... Um, uh, Tanzen's got like I think he's got like dungarees on or something and he's he's just marching and then as soon as he obviously he's winding the arm up for the down 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 and when the drums kick in he just does this crazy little jump in the air he's just um, 
Daltrey is just looking like a proper rock god at that point as well. It's a fucking powerful record, that. Like, he's, yeah, brilliant. The, li- the lyrics you can read into, I've never looked into yeah. what, what that song's about. You know, I like sometimes researching yeah. things, and sometimes it's nice to have that mystery because you interpret yeah. it how you want in lyrics, don't yeah. you? But that is, uh, you, you read into that how, well, I've read into that to how, how, how I want, and, yeah. and, and they're some of the most inspiring lyrics ever. And, yeah. and the, com- the composition of that song is, is just flawless. Not yeah. the execution of it's flawless, and I thought behind how they, comp- yeah. they composed it is brilliant. And the end, when it goes into that violin. Yeah. That and then it just goes round, it goes round. It's like, yeah. it's amazing to me. Like you know, uh, hip hop was born. You know, obviously, Cool Herc would play like the uh, the breaks in certain records, right? Yeah. Certain soul records and whatnot. But for me, like you could as a rock, if you were to be a rock DJ, that would be the sort of break I would yeah, be playing yeah, 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 yeah. because it's just fucking. It's almost like the chain. Um, you know, you, the the break in that is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, it's perfect to me. Uh, every time so nice. yeah that that that, that yeah, blows me wouldn't away wouldn't have had that one wouldn't not have seen that coming uh. yeah long old song I like a long song and that is number one so uh, this is uh, Timeless by Goldie but this is broken down into like three parts it's 21 minutes long and I think that you know at my funeral <laughs> I'm going to request for that song just to troll everyone because they'll have to sit there for 21 for minutes for 21 minutes listening yeah. to all three sections of it Nice. But um, the reason why this is number one is this was really at the point where I started developing my own musical taste as opposed to what you're, what you're hearing yeah, around yeah, you by yeah, your yeah. family. You went looking for stuff. And, and yeah. whatnot. And the start of Timeless, I mean, it is that. It is, it's, it is that. It is... It, it always, again, a bit like um, the Blue Tones, it, it can't help but cast a story in my head but every time I can go back to that I can conjure I can conjure a whole new movie or story to that just by listening to it it, it just sounds so futuristic the start of uh, uh, Inner City Life um, it's a tune that is it's I don't know Matt I don't know what else to say it's difficult to quantify it because it's, there's no real lyrics in it it's well, just we, um... synthesized and it's so um, atmospheric and futuristic but I just please guys we'll if you're up, listening we'll, to we'll, this we'll up, you've got uh, to listen to that you've got we'll to put, put another Spotify playlist up oh yeah oh yeah yeah. I hope it's on Spotify yeah yeah yeah, yeah it, it actually is, it yeah. is. Yeah, um, it is yeah just um, just uh, search hardcore listing in uh, in Spotify yeah. and you can yeah you can check out our musical choices from a lot of our guests um, yeah so far yeah, yeah, it's uh, great. Plenty more to come. And that Goldie record, I remember getting that, and um, some of my older, like my brother, like Jamie's brother, and some of his mates were like, "Why the fuck has he got Goldie?" And because uh, I didn't really, I'd sort of like got a bit lucky with it. I hadn't been reading any like press or anything about it. And um, yeah, and I remember just thinking, "Fucking hell, music is quite a, a crazy thing. It's it, you know, it brings yeah. people together to listen to it." And that sort of dictated, that was the start, you know, it was a bit of a landmark, that was, for Goldie and drum and bass, you know. And although that is an amazing start to the record, again, it's it might not be my favourite record on that track. You know, mm. Sea of Tears, I think, again, is one that I can listen to. It's got energy in it, but you can, you can fucking meditate to it. I can sleep to it. I can dance to it. I've, that record, Timeless, to me, is... Uh, it, 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 
it, it, it, it's part of my character that, yeah, that yeah, record yeah. but at the same time um, you know, I recommend anyone listen to that oh. honourable mentions Smells oh. Like Teen Spirit standard um, Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style intro which is yeah. fucking amazing not just the bit where he's in the bath with the, with the, with the girl but um, it's like there's a verse there's an intro it's only about 1 minute 30 and Lady of Rage is on that and she just fucking she just tears it up her verse in that is just insane Mars Volta um, off um, their first record, um, Inertiatic EP, ESP. I thought that was amazing. Highway to Hell, ACDC. Mm, don't like them. Arctic Monkeys, do I want to know? Um, and uh, Queens of Stone Age, Millionaire. So, oh, Johnny Cash, Man Comes Around. It's probably my favourite Johnny Cash record. Um, a few Chemical Brothers ones. And shit, I forgot to say, I nearly put this at number one. And I didn't end up putting it in, in any other spot. But um, we spoke about them earlier, um, and that was Prodigy, and that was um, the intro, and then it goes into Break and Enter, which was on Jilted Generation, mm-hmm. and to me, that fucking, that just gets me up for it. A bit like Bomb Track, um, I just want to fucking go for it as soon as I hear yeah. that. And that was kind of the intro to that record, Jilted, is when uh, they have a sample, and Liam sampled it, it says, um, you know, I've decided to take my music back under ground to stop it falling into the wrong hands mm-hmm. and that was because prodigy released experience which is just it's just insane yep. right it's it's one of the best records ever um especially from that genre anyway and especially to me but he got a bit of flack and people were like oh you made you you're bringing a rave scene overground it was underground and you're bringing it into the mainstream and i just think oh fuck off mate like if, if you're writing music that is so good that it, it shines a spotlight on that genre. Yeah, yeah. If that kills off the genre, well, fuck it then. And um, and I think Jilted was such a different record, really, to experience. And it starts with that little like little sample, and it goes into Break and Enter, which is not like experience, yeah. really. It's very heavy. Yeah, that was a big transition now. Yeah. And when that drops... Man, there's not many things that get me gassed like that fucking record does. Yeah. It had poison on there. It's the same thing. I bump, I bump lo- these songs. Laws on I, that, isn't it? Yeah, their laws. The one after Break yeah. and Enter, and their laws fucking mind boggling. Yeah. It is it, that record that, for that's me. Got pop lead itself on it, isn't it? Pop lead itself. Yeah. It just, mm. That's it, man. That's crazy, isn't it? Mm. I, I, to, to me, that record Jilted is another one like Timeless that, yeah. that defines me in terms of what I started to listen yeah. to and what I got into. Voodoo Pete was on that, isn't it? Voodoo people. Voodoo people. And then another one that I think, I don't know if they're sick of it now, but um, no good start to dance. Fucking shit. Right, I'll tell you what, mate. Right, I played that at Mike Asylum's. Um, I played that at his wedding. Oh, it was fucking, it was insane when I played that. I mean, the whole wedding, there was like, I don't know, I, 300 people there dancing to no good start to dance. All my Prodigy stuff's on vinyl. <laughs> Woo! And it's, and it's, yeah. it's full of, Battle scarf because it's been in the DJ box for years. Yeah, fucking right. Today, yeah, turned up at work in my um from Amazon was Duty Generation, Fat of the Land, that fucking front cover, and Dirt Chambers. Yeah, wicked. That is and, amazing. Uh, yeah, I've not listened to that yet, but um, yeah, it's they dope, turned up mate. today. It's um, dope. Just because I was, I ended up watching them doing Poison at Glastonbury a couple of years ago. And it still just sounded so fucking good. And yeah. I just thought, do you know what? Like, 
my vinyls are probably fucked because obviously if you're a DJ, especially in alternative kind of music as well, or it doesn't matter with a prodigy, does it? What sort of music, you know, you DJ at, like, they're going to get you out of trouble. Like, you drop prodigy, goes off. Just whatever. I've never like, done a mega mix of prodigy. You're right, it always does. And I've yeah. always wanted to do maybe just a prodigy mega mix set. It's a really nice... I just feel a, like it's a bit naughty to do The little breakdown in, in Smack Your Bitch Up with mm-hmm. a... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can mix so much yeah, into there. Yeah. One of my DJs always drops a whole lot of love in at yeah. that point. Ha! Yeah, that's really... Yeah, that that sounds like that would be dope, Yeah. Cool. So I would say, in fairness, because of that, yeah, as I say, Prodigy was wrestling with Timeless for me. They almost share that top spot. So, yeah, that's that. Nice. Yeah, man. You got any, uh, any, what, what ones would you go for? Um, just definitely maybe start with Rock and Roll Star. Oh mate, I don't know. It, it it's a it's a pretty epic record, but I I genuinely haven't gone back and listened to definitely maybe for ten years. I was obsessed with it for year, for a while. But I think they're all right, but I think that's a if that is the opener. Can you have a look? Sure if that can. is the opener, that's a fucking mm. that's a great way to start yeah, an album. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would go. What's going on by Marvin Gaye? Um, yeah. I would probably say, wouldn't it be nice? Um, Pet Sands, Beach Boys. Nice. Um, Oh, fuck. Uh, I think Debaser might even. Debaser, it is. Start it is the starter. Little, it does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a that was a consideration actually. Yeah. Um, God. Yeah, I don't know really. I, um, Rock and roll star was. The I want to be adored of, uh, by yeah, Stone Roses. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a great way to start a record. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a shame, isn't it, that these discussions that we're having about what's the best way to start an album yeah. isn't going to exist really anymore because people don't generally, as we've banged yeah. on about yeah, enough, yeah, yeah, yeah. buy an Consumer album to an album yeah, 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 in its yeah. entirety as it's... But excuse me, meant to be heard. It's yeah. meant to be, you know, but nowadays they're just going cherry-pick the tracks they've heard half the time. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's a shame. You know, it might come back round. We don't know. Things well, things, the, things happen in peak, peaks and troughs, don't they? So you might... It might it might cycle back round. I hope this resurgence in vinyl isn't just a little kind of hipster thing that <clears throat> isn't going to carry on. But, you know, it is nice to go in your high street chain music shops and there's vinyl in there rather than computer games and T-shirts and shit books. Like, mm. you know, you, you can go in there and leaf through vinyl. Like that feeling of doing that in HMV... I ain't done that for years. It's nice. When when you buy the, the thing is our relationship with technology now is that it's not you know we we were born to have we've got a multitude of senses and 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 flat screens don't enable you to engage with things in the same way you do things in reality. So with records you get to pick it up. There's, there's a smell that comes off it. Do you see what I mean? You yeah, can get yeah, to yeah, feel yeah. it. There's a weight to it. You know, there's a motion to it when it's on that record. You know, and it actually takes longer. Like it's okay not to be rushing around. Like the, yeah. I guess, as much as it's great to have access That's to things quickly, show. I've noticed with, and we've said this before, but here's another way of looking at this. I've noticed sometimes with movies, I might sit down and I've got my phone now, and all of a sudden I'm like, I find my hands going to look at it, 
Never did that 10 years ago. And yet that might spoil a, mov a movie for me if I suddenly somehow start getting distracted by it. And, and the same with Spotify. You can skip and play. When you get a record and you put that on a deck, th there's more effort that goes into that. And why you, sort of, you, you engage more into it. There's Absolutely. more of a story. And why that's playing, you've generally, well, I would have always, had to sleeve in my hand. Yeah. And so I'm like thinking, right, oh, that's nice. Like, who wrote that? And, you know, just, just reading into who produced it and, and being a bit of a nerd for it. But what, when you've got that in your hand and you're listening to that, what you've not got is a whole stream of stuff down the side of a flat screen going, hey, you might like this, which mm. has its benefits. It can turn you on to new music. Mm. But it is a distraction mm. from consuming art as you – I know that sounds wanky – but to consume the art as it's meant to be consumed, which yeah, is as a body of work. Definitely. Um, and and that lack of discovery is a big yeah, part of that. Like yeah. it's, it's exciting when you get that. It yeah. was exciting when I but had Timeless. And I was like, that, fuck it, I was looking for all the amazing artwork that Goldie, like as a graph designer, had done. Like, it's like a gra graph artist. You, you know, when you get that on Spotify, there's no discovery. And someone's telling you on Facebook, oh, have you checked that, out? That, have that, you got it? Oh, it's that, there. That is it. And, it. and it is. There's no chase. Mm. It's like... You haven't got to go and search for something. So when you find it, you cherish it and you feel it's your own because you've 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 you know you've found it. Yeah. It's like you know when you know, growing up we'd go and watch a band and we'd see a support act and it was like Did you, oh, they were really good, weren't they? Yeah, 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 wicked. Like and you had that. Let's go and watch them again. Let's go and like you mm. know you buy their record and I I drop it in the club and, and people are, no you know it wouldn't do a lot mm. but that almost reimbursed the thing that it's like, this is mine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're like, this is something that I've found and it's yeah. dear to me. But I think nowadays with that whole kind of Spotify, YouTube, and it's all good, you know, that it's there. But it's just, it's too easy. There's a trade-off. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's like with technology. There's this trade-off yeah. that we've got. And if we don't learn, and it's not just about music, and it's not just about instagram or facebook but if we don't learn how to balance our relationship with it better and maybe i'm just talking for myself but that has been tilting in the wrong way yeah. then i'm gonna lose track of what 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 actually is actually life and important you yeah know? so definitely mate definitely interesting didn't think we'd go down that road today didn't think we'd whinge about <laughs> no <laughs> track orders but that See, was really been, cool it's been, mate it's been quite grown up hasn't it oh no Mostly. i've actually spoke about me having my knob Exposed, yeah, probably. Five embarrassing stories of people pulling my trousers down. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, great. Well, um, shall we call it a day then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. Only two hours. Only two hours. That's amazing that we've not just yeah. witted on and on and on for fucking hours. Yeah. Like, yeah, literally pulling well, each well done, other Well mate. Off. I'm impressed. So, uh, Get that away. Oh, you're not <laughs> mighty, you massive bell. Um... Yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you very much for listening. Yeah. And thank you very much for filming this, Brad, as well. Much appreciated. And, and thank you very much if you're watching. This is all new. Um, yeah. Quite like it. We, we, oh, if you're just listening, we're looking at the cameras now, kind of yeah. pulling like a kind of confused face like we've just seen the future. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's a, I've never seen you pull that face before. <laughs> that's my <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah all right well look um thanks loads and um please uh go on to itunes and subscribe give us five stars but then just say really stupid shit about us. We encourage you to go onto iTunes and reviews thing and just say really fucking stupid stuff about us. Um, by all means, say that, oh, I don't know. Well, surprise. Make up something crazy on the spot, you crazy kid. Go yeah. on, go. Um, say um, you was there um, the night um, in Benidorm in uh, 2001 <laughs> when uh, Chris was... Um, Arrested um, for making love to a donkey whilst dressed as a matador. Um, was you was you there for that? Or? Yeah, I was filming. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Standard, cool. Standard, yeah. Standard. yeah. Um, yeah, no donkey sex. Just um, leave, leave. Just say some shit about I, us. I once put my willy in the exhaust pipe of a motorcycle. <laughs> Should we leave it on that? True story. But tell that another time. <laughs> Catch you later. Bye. Done and dusted. Another episode of Hardcore Listing. Uh, and our very first filmed one, which was pretty cool. I hope that listening to it was uh, just as in- enjoyable. I really did enjoy uh, the top fives that we went through. And I kind of was getting quite emotional at the end of that last one. I don't know if you could... You could tell, but um, I stayed strong for the team, of course. There was no tears spent. Yeah, we'll catch you next week for Hardcore Listing. I'm not sure who we're putting up. Um, You'll just have to keep your eyes and ears peeled on our Insta and Twitter or Facebook pages. And just a shout-out for the club nights that we're doing. We've got We Are Lizards at the end of this month, 27th of May, I believe, um, at the book club. We've got a special guest, Dan Lassac, and Mark Moore will be there, alongside all our wonderful residents, uh, discotheque credits and uh, destruction. Um, so come and say hi. Come down and, um, you know, have a laugh. Um, yeah, and we'll catch you next week for another episode of Hardcore Listening with Dr. Feelgood and Mr. Potato Head. Catch you then. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.